0: So I, I, uh, I love this Sunday because you never know what is going to happen. We were preparing for this uh, this year, and I was ta- talking to Brittany. It's her first time leading our children's pageant. And I said, well, don't worry, because last time two of the shepherds were trying to, like, hook the other off the stage, right? You know, so, like, and, and it may have been one of my children that was trying to do that, right? Because I think that, you know, when we move into the holiday season, we move into this time where we're told that things are like joyful and happy, and I don't know about you, but it never seems to look like the Christmas card that you seem to receive. And you know, like everyone's got the smiles on and the picture perfect poses. One year, uh, one of the ways that Ashley, my wife, and I decided that we were just going to buck the trend a little bit of everything needing to be a certain way is we had our front of our picture for the Christmas card, and then the back of the picture. And the back of the picture was like when we we're all out in Lanikai uh, Beach, or not Lanikai Beach, and Kailua Beach, and we're in the water. And literally, Grayson like was squirreling out of my arms, and he's face faceplanting into the water, right? And we captured that moment, right? Because that's how it feels sometimes, right? You're trying to make everything the way it's supposed to be. And yet, it feels like the faceplant in the water, where it's not quite there. And, I, and some of us have this tendency, right, to think about these moments and think that they're not the way that they should have been, or they're not enough. Like, weren't good, because that happened. And it's a season that we have all this pressure to have the perfectly pictured going on, that we should be reminded more than ever, this story that we celebrate the one that, you know, was a little chaotic up here, was, in fact, chaotic, right? I I, I mentioned I ran the marathon last week, 26.2 miles, and as I was running, I knew that our service was happening, and we were talking about Advent, and I also remembered the weird fact that from Bethlehem to Nazareth was like three marathons. And so for... Joseph and Mary to journey to the stage wasn't just walking down the aisle. It was three marathons over the course of days while she was pregnant riding on a donkey, only to go to a place of her husband's family origin where they're not accepted and they can't find a room. None of us would imagine having our child away from our doctor, let alone away from our hospital, let alone away from our home, and find ourselves having to give birth in a stable. And let's be honest, right? The friendly beasts, I said the donkey shaggy and brown, is not the way it went down. I remind people over and over again that Jesus wasn't born in a stable. Jesus was born in a barn, right? That's what it was. A barn with all of the animals, not just shaggy and brown, but all the animals being animals with the chickens running around and the pigs making a mess and the cows. And we have all of these lofty expectations of how you're supposed to bring a new child into this world. And Jesus upends all of the expectations. And so I hope that the pageant, the reason I like it and I wear the jacket and I'm excited is because it's a reminder as we move into the push of getting the presents, going to the holiday parties, meeting the bosses, you know, doing all the things, that if you don't have your life together, neither did Mary and Joseph, (laughs) that Jesus's life wasn't together when he was born. And the grace that that brings us, hopefully, gives us the grace to accept the reality that life is life. And it's not going to be perfect, and it's going to be like the kids moving around and doing the wrong things, and that dinner table, you know, auntie, uncle's going to say that one thing that's going to spark up the whole conversation at the table, right? Right? And as we embrace the messiness of it, we begin to experience the joy that we can find in it. Because when we're fighting against this expectation we have, we'll miss the beauty of it all. With the kids running around as I'm talking, right? Oh my gosh, what's happening? But we'll miss the beauty. The beauty of having the kids up. The beauty of having the kids in the space. The beauty is, I think the joy that Jesus brings on Christmas. So if you feel the pressure to perform this season, just let it go. Let it go and give thanks that Jesus wasn't perfect, at least born into a perfect situation. And we don't have to be perfect because Jesus comes to be with us always. I want to invite us to a a time of prayer. It's a pastoral prayer. I'm going to lead us in this prayer time uh, to cover uh, the needs of the world, the needs of our congregation, and, um, and I'll have some moments of silence. And parents, it's okay if your kids make noise during our prayer, all right? It's okay. And it's okay to move around and wiggle. We've been sitting here for a little bit of time. But I want to invite us to this time of prayer nonetheless. So let us pray together. holy God, who liveth with angels and speaks in the heavenly hosts, you come to be with us during this season, that we celebrate Christmas, that Christ comes with us, not in all the glory that the angels proclaim, but in the messiness of life and born in a stable, in a barn. And as we look throughout the world, we see a lot more of the messiness than we see of the picture perfect. As we celebrate Christmas, we're aware of the war-torn areas of the globe, of people that go without the provisions they need. We're aware of the the arguments, the lack of calls. And all meanwhile, we feel pressured to show up with a smile, looking our best. And so now we remember in this time of silence that the grace you give us does not expect us to be perfect. As we remember your grace that you give us, we also remember our call to be your love in the world, to help those who are going through a hard time, those who don't have a roof over their head, food on their table, toys under their Christmas tree. We lift up the poor, the marginalized, those to whom the prophet Isaiah said that Jesus would unbind, would bring joy and would lift up. And we pray for those that are dear to our hearts during this season. Of those that we've lost Friends, sisters, parents or children dealing with health ailments. Everything from surgeries to battling cancer. We pray for those we love. And we trust all of this to your love and care and pray for your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven through the Lord's prayer that your son taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us